Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now. What hilariousness happened then? And to ask, is it almost 30? Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, Almost 30. So glad you're here. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. You guys wrote some reviews last week. We yeah. love them. Please continue and like snapshot it and yeah. DM us the DM review. Us. We, can we usually have a giveaway that week. your face. And uh, that's how you enter most of our reviews. Giveaways. Amazing. And also thank you for joining the secret Facebook group. If yeah. you haven't joined, join. Yeah. We are having the craziest conversations yeah and so informative enlightening like it just i just ask you guys every question i have i freaking love I'm like it. what do you buy at trader joe's i'm like damn she asked another question i gotta get in there i'm like what do you buy at trader joe's like what do you and then there's like shampoo? 85 comments it's amazing so thank you and if you want part of it approve so what? glad here's a one of the reviews so glad i subscribed by bb darling i was pleasantly surprised by the quality and content of this podcast Take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly. Because when I saw their pictures, one I was they in a bra. Were fucking doofuses. <laughs> Perfect for any girl in her 20s or 30s going through a life transition. I love it. That's nice. Someone put review of almost 30 as their title. I love them. Cute. Fresh so and great. fun. The Yazzie Yaz. Life changing. Jay Byrne. Fuck. Thank you. Well, we hear you. So we have been bringing on guests that you guys have mm-hmm. been requesting so please do not stop yeah contacting us we want to hear from you if you have questions if you want to talk about something we want to hear from you so today's really amazing we have on the girls from that's so retrograde yep they are rad wellness junkies here Mm -hmm. in la and they have an amazing podcast that we listen to that a lot of our guests listen to and they said you need to have these like-minded babes on. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Knott and Stephanie Shimbari. And they were fun, down to earth. Like we just had a, the best time. We talked about, I don't even know what the fuck we talked about because it was like so flowy. Well, we talked about like how they meant, yeah. met and um, how they started the podcast. Life in LA. Life just in LA. Just like everything going from sex to relationships to wellness to finding mm-hmm. Kind of life transitions, how yeah. they navigated some crazy life transitions, mm-hmm. where they are today, what what's exciting, what's upcoming for them. It was just really real and fun. So we love these gals. Yeah. So enjoy the new friends. Episode. Let us know what you think. We love you. Love you guys. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> All right. What's up, guys? Steve's back. We're in the house. Just kind of chilling. We oh, keep it fabulous. fresh. fabulous. I yeah. love that. It gets real hot in here, so just FYI. Yeah, we can open the door, whatever you want. There's no one here. So. Guys, we're pumped. So Yay. excited. We have That's the babes. That's so retrograde, babes. So Our group retrograde. was like, you guys need to have them on. Yeah, they're so dope. excited. Who's your blah. group? Your group? Our secret Facebook group. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we have like our secret Facebook group people, and we were like, who should we have on? And they were one of the people. Yeah. Yeah. So do we like, need to start using Facebook? For sure. I'm not. I can't. I can't. Jordan, you're young. She'll do Jordan, it. Jordan, you got it, girl. She'll do it. Okay. <laughs> you don't. Shut up. That's See? amazing. All the cool millennials say, fuck it. But so I that's feel like why we're not on it either. But I think she's <laughs> more, she's the other gen. She's the younger gen. She's the way, way cooler gen. Yeah. Is Snapchat still happening? Okay. I think it's dying. <laughs> it's important For to us, have I think someone in their early 20s around so you can realize what's cool. 100%. Yeah. That's our intern. Totally. Like yeah. the words that she says, I'm like, what are you our saying? Our intern says, what did she say? Swag. Savage and she swag. She says savage, swag, <laughs> bay all the time. We were like, what does that mean? Yeah. 
when Gucci. We used to have a producer who was like 21 and she would always say that she got some dill for dick mm. and we were like we adopted oh my. it we were like cool we want to get some dill <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait I love yeah, like yeah. dill it's very important to have um, younger yeah woke people around 100. you yeah that's my first life tip I just yeah. never thought I'd be the person that wasn't woke like I'm realizing <laughs> now I'm like when people are like all oh, you young people that they're not talking about me right you right. know like I'm kind of out of the group now when they're like you're, you don't know like you're figuring it out you're young it's like no you like are an adult yeah and you're in the adult group. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys not 30 yet? Mm-mm. We're 29. Okay, so what are you going to do when you turn 30? Are you going to be called the cool. after 30? Number one question. The after 30 Oldest fuck. We're just going to kill ourselves. <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> yeah. if you're on either side of 30, you're still almost totally. 30. So we have like three or four oh, years yeah. after that. It's like a state of mind. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> we'll blow up the podcast. I love, these, I love these mice pads for the mics, by the way. Hilarious. Nice. Thanks, Steve. Um, okay, well, you guys, when you guys introduce yourselves, let's do you guys separate, and then you guys will talk about your story together. Okay. Um, how do you introduce yourself, like at a party and stuff? What do you say? Who you are? Hey, I'm. Stephanie or if they're like, Sabari, what do you do? And I'm just looking to connect. Yeah, I'm looking for that dill. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anybody have a dill in here? Um, I. What, how do I? I don't introduce myself at parties. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, you're like I know. I only no talk to the people Come that I know. On. I, what was the question? Well, how do you like introduce yourself? Like if like, someone, someone says, like, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But, um, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that <laughs> <laughs> because I did stand up for a long time and I still mm-hmm. do it sometimes, but I don't I like that. to, um, identify myself with what I do. Mm-hmm. So I will be like, when they say, what do you do? I say, oh, I do a bunch of different stuff. I'm just like a funny, creative person. And mm-hmm. then if they care enough, we'll have a conversation about what that actually means. Totally. But I think the labeling is limiting. Mm-hmm. So I'm Stephanie Sambari, and I like Dill. This is who I am, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I do stand-up. We have the podcast. I write. I act. I nap. I take care of my dog. I hang out with my brother. I mean, I don't know. Kamuchi gives my stomach aches. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I take big poops sometimes yes. if I'm having a good day. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel that. That's like for yeah. you. Like, what do you say? Yeah, you can't. I don't. Same thing. Yeah. I feel like I do a lot of things yeah, and yeah. Like creative and yeah you know for a long time I felt really un- I did physically feel like I don't wanna, so I'm just like I'm a comic but then mm-hmm. when I would like walk away I'd be like mm-hmm. it's like an annoying thing to have mm-hmm. to for a long time I don't know why I said this I was like I'm pursuing acting yeah I remember when you said that I was like a weird that's thing. a bad manifesting mm-hmm. a, a horrible mm-hmm. yeah. horrible one mm-hmm. and I felt it and I yeah. was like no mm-hmm. yeah. and even just saying I'm an actress it's limiting you yeah. know what I mean it's just all, so I agree yeah creative it's not, I feel like in any other place besides LA, that's not like the first question that people ask 100%. you. 100%. So yes. I'm unsubscribing to that model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Elizabeth? What about <laughs> you, Similarly. Yeah. yeah. Similarly? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like the box of like a label. Feel like how some people are with gender. I've always felt with like about what I do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, fluid. I'm fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm occupationally fluid. I go fluid. in any bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, for a long time, I come from a fashion background. Mm. Um, I had a business in the space, um, worked like in the digital fashion space, worked for Rachel Zell, launched mm-hmm. the Zell Report, started my own online consignment business, did a lot of styling, did a lot of mentoring of other people starting businesses. So for like a while, when the paychecks were about styling, I would say I was a stylist, but it would like crush my mm. heart because we would have conversations where she's like I don't want to say I'm a stylist Aww, anymore I'm yeah, not a stylist so and I was weird. like then don't do it but what I was doing is I was helping people 
look their best so that mm. they could go out and like show up for whatever they needed to do the best they could. That's I felt like I was like a I love that. visual therapist in a way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. Stylistic therapist. Yeah. So yeah, but now yeah, it's fluid, but like we're we're pretty focused on working on the messaging that we do with That's So Retrograde, which is communicating the world of wellness in like a really fun, grounded, digestible format. Mm. And we do that through the show and through events and it's growing from there. I love that. So yeah. talk to us about how you guys met and how this idea came to be. We met uh, at a party. Yeah, through mutual friends. We yeah. had a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth was obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did say that she wanted to write with me. The first, like, like the first thing that came out of my mouth, someone was like, Brittany Eustace was like, Stephanie's a comedian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, amazing. I want to write with you. Yeah. Because I think something just like ridiculous was going on in my life at the time that seemed it need, like it needed to get down on paper. I think you were just really mm. slutty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was like, I think that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Shit for you. Yeah. And how, um, how old were you at that time? It was probably like six. 26. Years ago? 20. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not yet in our late 20s. Right. Which we still are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and six years ago, we're still in our late 20s. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> um, and yeah, but then from there, we, I mean, we became close friends and then we collaborated together. We wrote some comedy sketches mm-hmm. that was like, was owned with two other female comics. And um, that was a really, that was like the first time I had ever collaborated on a creative experience that I was like so mm-hmm. ignited by. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. It was yeah. So it was like the like everybody brought something different to mm-hmm. the collaboration. I remember we were all sitting around in your in your patio at, at the end after we shot the first night, and we were like, "This is what it can be like to make oh, stuff." Yes. Like it was just like palpable how good it felt, and yeah. then. Special. Yeah, and so and we fun. knew that we had a really nice working synergy, and then yeah. um, the podcast came a f- like a year or two later, a year later, mm-hmm. and that just kind of fell into the opportunity fell into our laps to create something that was really based off of the conversations that we were having, and we didn't really feel like the answers were acceptable for us. Like mm-hmm. w- we would we would question things and we would Google them, and and a lot of the things that we started with the show were. Uh, very more like esoteric concepts like mm-hmm. what's a red moon or like what mm-hmm. you know these things and we were like it was bringing we, we looked that up online it was like this like scary like version 1.0 web like mm-hmm. page we're like is this reputable what is this it's like a wiccan <laughs> spell that I'm reading that somehow like, ended up like go to the black internet yeah. <laughs> I give my a computer night. a virus I'm not sure yeah. so. that was like Ormus that when we got it we're like there's no oh, have you guys tried Ormus? Hell yeah. there's yeah. nothing on it on online right nothing. but it's it'll make you like trip your face off a little yeah. it made me shit my brains out all night really yeah, I couldn't sleep dude Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Fun. Yeah, yeah we're like <laughs> a friend of ours uses that um, when she does her crystal healings. Mm. So she takes it or she gives it to she people. Gives it to people. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. I didn't like it. it tastes like tastes like cum. Yeah. Well, it looks like cum. <laughs> yeah, and then you like sleep. I didn't sleep well. Where can I, I get some of this? <laughs> <laughs> like www.ormus.com. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> Ormus. Tastes like cum. But like try it. Shit. Try it for you. <laughs> Could be just me. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Keep going. No, so that that was really just what it was birthed out of, and you know, from there, I, I think there's something about uh, and you're honest and you're inquisitive, mm-hmm. and and as I'm, as you ladies know, and people are like can relate. People just want to feel like they're not alone, mm-hmm. and so we just started having conversations and 
talking to people who knew more than us about things we were interested in. I love that. Are you guys from LA? Where are you from? No, um, I'm from New York, and she's from Michigan. Michigan. We're in Michigan. Uh, outside of Detroit. Okay, where? Bloomfield Hill. Yeah, Bloomfield Hills. Yeah, <laughs> I was in Southfield like two last week. Oh no! Yeah, Why? yeah. My company is like headquartered out there. Okay. And we used to vacation in Michigan, but I'm from Cincinnati. Where'd you vacation? Um, up north. Yes, up north in Charlevoix, oh. Lake Walloon. Are you a Walloon girl? My family has a place in Charlevoix. <laughs> Shut up. No. Yeah. yeah. Michigan people love to geek out about Michigan. I was like, I'm going to ask you though, where you were pure from. Pure Michigan. Hell yeah. It's like crazy. Where are you so from? Great. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I lived in New York forever. My family's from like Harrison and Rye and like. Oh my God, my mom's from Rye. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Is that where you grew up? I went to Allen. I went to Muhlenberg. Okay, In cool. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Cool. Don't Sorry. recommend visiting there, you guys. Really? No, it's yeah. um, very weird. Yeah, it's very <laughs> It's like oddly, like always 1992. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. Because there's no internet? No, because, yeah. <laughs> it's just a full on, <laughs> I don't know how I got through college. <laughs> no. It's so true, It's though. like weird, like it's a weird time warp in Pennsylvania, I feel. Mm-hmm. Something about. Like in those like deep suburbs that yeah. like have nothing around them, like yeah. close to Amish country and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel like that too? Not where I lived. It was closer to Philadelphia. Yeah. But yeah, Allentown mm-hmm. and like. It's weird because it's like two hours from Philly and two hours from New York. So it's just like, where are we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't belong anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the socioeconomics of Allentown are so weird. There's like millionaires on like one corner uh-huh. and, then, and then it goes like mm. Muhlenberg. And then like on the other corner of Muhlenberg, it's like really like. Just like low income, like yep. houses that haven't been fixed in like thirty years, like, and then it yeah. goes down, 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 just like turns into ghetto. It's like literally on like one street. It's like every socioeconomic situation on one road. Damn, two yeah. street. Damn, it's very strange. That's true. Okay, so when you shout guys out met to Pennsylvania, you're like, yeah. shout out. You're like, you're like rich college kids getting like held at gunpoint, and like it's really <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's like so, but it's a small place, so yeah. it, you know it's not like a big city where things like that happen. It's not like St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. STL's pretty. Detroit though. Detroit. Though. Did you know Detroit was number five on the places to visit by New York Times this year? I did. Isn't that hilarious? I was like, someone wow. paid to yeah. put that in the New York no, Times. No, Detroit is phenomenal. It's having such a renaissance. It's yeah. been really exciting to That's watch. That's what everyone says. My dad, before he retired, worked it for. He was. To municipal law for the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. So I've been like watching the economic upswing and mm-hmm. all of the developments cool. coming in for years. Mm-hmm. So when people say like Detroit's going to be happening again, I'm like, oh, they've, it, this has been like in the works for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I think when something bottoms out, mm-hmm. there's only one way to go. So that. true. That's what everyone says. Like you can only go up. Yeah. Um, okay. So did coming, I feel like, so for me and our like wellness journey, I felt like when I was in New York City before and then Chicago before that, but like, when I came to LA, it was kind of like a light switch about my wellness journey where I was like, all right, I feel more connected to how I want to feel and like way more open to trying new things. Like in New York, I didn't feel as much of the push to do all the new wellness things. Do you feel like when you guys moved to LA, you kind of felt that same thing or were you always into like wellness Mm. in that way? Mm, I was always into it like since college, but I will say that I feel like living in Los Angeles just it's more available. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to be in a place where it's easy to explore that stuff. But I don't in some ways I feel like because it's everywhere, I I was resistant to the oversaturation and like the community kind of like around yeah. that. But yeah, so no, not really. Yeah. What about for you? Yeah, I think I mean when I first moved to LA at twenty two, I was still very much like I mean, I was conscious. I, I definitely was like 
unknowingly manifesting and like conscious about like calling in what I wanted to call in and that type of stuff. But I wasn't really like in tune with with myself as I am now. Mm-hmm. How that happened was just kind of out of necessity, out of like having, you know, some some moments in life where you kind of have to pick yourself back up. And because of that, I found just alternative practices to get in touch with myself. And um, so it was really a natural progression. And then obviously when we started doing, like the interest was always there and there was always like little hints of it like throughout my life. But when, for instance, like yoga teacher training and that type of stuff. But then when we started doing this show, I like specifically remember being like, oh shit, I feel like everything internally is about to change. Mm. And we really both had to, like, you know, I was doing it forever, but I was still, like, not also taking care of myself, you know? Like, and when you're young, you can kind of get away with, like, being an explorer and doing everything, but also, like, fully being an asshole Mm. and, like, not sleeping and, you know, just partying a lot Mm -hmm. and whatever. And then when we started doing the show, we both, I think we actually had a conversation where we were like, this is crazy. Like we, and we were interviewing so many people and it was like, mm. our listeners were saying that they were like changing their house. But I think that because we were in taking so much information so rapidly, mm. like we didn't fully know like what to integrate and like what to take and what to leave. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't do everything. Like, yeah. I think that's really important to, to know as someone who's interested in this stuff and who wants to kind of take control of their life or their health, like really just pick a few things that resonate with mm-hmm. you like don't go crazy cuz you won't be able to, right it, you'll you'll be insane but we were like we really need to like integrate and change and like there was a year i think for both of us like last year was a super transformative of year for both of us where we like dropped a lot of habits and changed a lot of things mm-hmm. and like elizabeth was in like a hunker down mode and i was experiencing like this thing with my eye and we were both just like yeah this is our moment to really like decide like how how much do we walk this walk and how much do we just like talk about it i think definitely and now i don't really think that we think about it as much no it's just like we've we are at a point where we like have you know we've been acquainted with so many different tools that we have our own toolboxes Mm -hmm. and that's constantly growing and and shifting and 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 taking new shapes and it's really, it's really exciting and it's amazing. But I feel like we're in control of it now. Yeah. Whereas before, it was like kind of like lifted us up. We're like, what are we doing? And Where it was are we like going? panic mode. We're like, we can't go out because if we go out, then like we won't be able to wake up and meditate. And then like if we don't meditate, then we're gonna like be crazy. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, if it's not fun and enjoyable and something that you're kind of like romancing yourself with. Then it's going against what it's actually trying to do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you let your spiritual practice make you insane, like don't do it. Totally, hundred percent. Has there been any part of like your spiritual practice or your wellness practice that has been like a complete either didn't work for you or maybe you just felt like kind of duped like it didn't work? Um, I haven't really had that experience. Have you? I mean, there's there's moments where we've been with healers like who've been like energy suckers who just like left. I had a a particular experience where I like had a really, really bad experience and it was Mm. a great, but it was a great lesson in that you can't like, Mm -hmm. oh, be so just because Mm -hmm. someone said they're they're a healer and they want to like do a reading or whatever the case may be doesn't mean that you need to like open your soul to them and take what they say is as as true. True. Yeah. Yeah. And like to that, I think it's really important to when you hear something that like a reader or a psychic or someone says to you like. Take it all with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because that can really influence your consciousness and like dictate the way that you live your life in a way that like may not be really serving you because Mm -hmm. sometimes they're picking up on real truth and like, but you know those truths. You know, when someone says something to you. They just say it out loud. 
and you hear it, your your mind or your soul or whatever is like, I that's my truth. But then sometimes they say stuff that you're like, it doesn't hit you. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't connect with you, I feel like that's when you know, like, maybe that's for me, like, down the line. But, like, don't get involved with, like, what mm-hmm. might be happening for you in the future because... It will fuck you up. 100%. It's crazy. That's why I'm kind of like done with the psychics. Like (laughs) I've done like years of it. Like in Chicago, like I had one psychic that like shaped my whole life. Like she predicted my whole life as it is today. And I definitely made decisions based on what she said. And I'm thankful for them. But now it's like when I, I'm just like kind of done. Like I, I don't, I know my truth enough for me to make decisions for my every day. So I don't need someone else to repeat it to me right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if I'm headed in the wrong direction, I feel good enough about it where I don't even want someone to repeat what's happening right now my, to my life back to me. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I've kind of like stepped away from that. Maybe at another point I'll do that. It's more like when I'm in transition periods. You know what I mean? And I want someone to tell me what I already know. But I would like, I would never <laughs> yeah. walk into just like a psychic off the street. Hundred. Like, no. I feel like I maybe, and then maybe it's because of like who we've met and stuff, but I'm like, I feel there's like a curation that's happened where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this would be a good person to talk to about this or that, but like just to let a random energy into your life and be like, this, like my friend told me the other day that a psychic told her when she was 13 that she was gonna die in a f- oh, car crash. my God. And I'm like, she was 13? Yeah, she was like a child. That's and I'm like, like how are you okay? Dude, 100%. <laughs> like, are you, how are you alive? It's like dangerous and reckless and there is a, a and I think that's what happened to yes. you where someone said something to her Aww. and it was irresponsible. It's like, mm. you can't just say stuff. Yeah, bedside manner is so important yeah. in that field. Um, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't even what she said. It was like, I was literally, like I had to go home and like hide under the covers. I felt like, Aww. I was like shaky mm. after. Yeah. It was bizarre. You need yeah. like good sage. Yeah. Aww. And it was Seriously. weird because as it was happening, I was like, I unconsciously was like trying to like get involved and like block it from her, but Aww. like I I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll fucking take like mm-hmm. in my in my. Energy. Was it on air? Uh-huh. No, no, oh, okay. no. 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 We don't really do readings on air because we realize like no one gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nobody cares about like what's fuck. personal. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like not that interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're like our grandma's here. And the <laughs> listeners like, yeah, they're like, <laughs> good night. <laughs> Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> we had there was one psychic that we got acquainted with in LA and it was someone that like they never really declared their alliance to the light mm. so I just was always questioning like they were like you know I'm, I'm no bullshit like it is what it is blah 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 but like I'm like if you're like so close to the spiritual realm like you could kind of like negative things are more likely to attach to you or more likely yeah. to visit you or blah 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 so I was kind of like I really want you to like declare an alliance to the light that you are like a seeker of light or that you're a light worker because if like it's like I get that you're being real but like I don't want to fuck around with that shit that's like could be negative you know like totally. I don't want that in my I might life. I might know who you're talking about yes yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. do <laughs> damn that's good <laughs> well we'll talk about that off that yeah. is also a little bit psychic <laughs> as am I so yeah literally um so I want to talk about your transformative year so like you had your and this is this past year correct um where you guys both went through transitions at the same time did you know when it was happening that you're going through one or now that you look back you're like whoa that was like transformative that's a really good question. I think that we knew. Mm. I wouldn't say I I didn't really see a light at the end of the tunnel. Like it um. was it was just a like a it was when I had, had firmly decided to shut my business down and I really just mm. needed a year to recalibrate and mm. 7 year. It was my 7 year. If you guys are familiar with numerology, mm-hmm. one through mm-hmm. nine, like 7 is like a head down mm-hmm. like you don't want to make plans. You're just like percolating and yep. and planning and 
I didn't realize it was my seven year until I turned into my eight year. I was like, oh, my seven year. And she's like, I'm back. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, hello, world. Like, hey, bitch. <laughs> um, I was like, finally, my friend's back. <laughs> but uh, I don't, like, I didn't really see, I don't think I knew where it was going. I wasn't like, it's okay. I'm just like keeping my head down and like working and like being quiet with myself and all of that. It wasn't as conscious as that, but it was just like listening to what my body needed at the time mm. and, and what my mentally what I needed and, and all of that. And I'm so grateful for it. It was like the it was a blessing, but it was challenging. It it was met with a lot of challenges because I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel aligned with my purpose as much like I did because I knew where like I knew what kind of had to happen. I just kind of like need to needed to recalibrate what I was doing and like where we wanted to go with our business and everything. But um I didn't wouldn't say I had like the genius foresight to be like, this is necessary in order to get to the mm-hmm, next step. Totally. But I look back on it now, it's like anytime we like Go th- I'll speak for myself. Anytime I go through a shitty moment afterwards, I'm like, oh, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, like brought in yeah. this, this, and this, and I learned this. And you know, we, we can always, in hindsight, really have a grasp on the meaning of it. But and then I always try to remind myself, like, oh, next time you feel that way, just know that you're gonna like something amazing's gonna happen. But we exactly. never are like. I never have the ability to... The more to, you sit with it yeah, and mm-hmm. g- move through it and kind of grow through it, then it becomes like a habit when you meet it again. You're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I have that ability yet to be like, no, this is great. Like, you I, when you go through this, you're going to feel so much growth. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't <laughs> you're like... <laughs> what about you, babe? I feel like I, I knew because it was, like, t- said to me mm. where... Because I had this, like, thing going on with my eye and it's it's better now. It's just it's still like I th- I still always think it's swollen because I feel like I'm still in like a healing moment. Just mm-hmm. like what it what it, whatever it is. But I knew that it was like a lesson in like slowing down and taking care of myself and yeah. like spending time with myself. And like then a couple of healers that I know and trust were like, it's on your face because you need to you. If it was inside your body, you like wouldn't pay attention to it because you're so just like that person who's like, I can just get through anything and I don't need to like slow down. I don't need to heal myself. And so I knew that I recognized that as like a true statement. Yeah. And and I I ultimately am grateful because it really did make me change certain things. And I knew that it had to be. Otherwise, why would it be happening? Mm-hmm. Or I was like, because I've always seen everything in my life like in that way of like, like when I was 19, I got like pernicious anemia, which is like a mm-hmm. B12 deficiency basically like brought me to all of this stuff Mm. so I've always been like yeah I'm grateful that that happened because like now we're here so I I think it's always when when it's like a health thing it's more obvious whereas if it's just like a pervasive feeling it's kind of like am I just depressed now Mm -hmm. so it's harder to like see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're in like an emotional spot as opposed to like what was happening with me which was like I kept doing the same thing trying to heal it in the same way and like it was just getting worse and like Mm -hmm. It was also a lesson, like, I was seeing this doctor, and I had to, like, stand up to him. And it was just, like, this whole, like, I didn't do it on my own. I had to bring a friend with me to really, like, see the, like. She was, like, your friend's, he's like, an asshole. No, my friend really? was literally, like, she said to him, she was, like, would you be talking to us like this if we were grown men? A hundred percent. That's my favorite thing my to say. God. But she was, like, doing it the as, like, a needle was in my eyelid. Aww. And I was, like, can we confront him <laughs> in, like, four minutes? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so intense. But yeah, it's all also like life is long, <laughs> I think. And that's a good lesson is like it's not always going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, 100%. 
And also nobody is noticing like what's happening with you as much as you are. I feel like that's like the biggest like what every day I'm like, is my eye crazy? Even earlier I was like, is my eye like so small? Everyone's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, but it's I know that it's still fully like not we're all worked out and that's fine. I mean, it was like a major like irritation on her eyelid that was omnipresent for eight months. It was an infection that it turned into an abscess. And then it was like it was really fucking. Yeah. And then I had to get surgery. And it was funny because we would talk oh. about it on the show so often, but we realized that we'd never said like exactly what it was. So like listeners were comfortable to be like, so what's going on with your eye? Like, <laughs> and I what like, is it? <laughs> it was so like, it's funny. a chalazin. We like, oh, wait, we never like, like said exactly, but we would constantly, it was constantly. Yeah. It was like, it was, you know, in like Sex and the City, how New York's like the fifth lady. Yeah. yeah. Steph's chalazin was our third, <laughs> was like lady. Our third lady. Yeah. She's got a mic. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's a crazy name. Chalazin? Yeah, yeah it's it basically like, like an infected sty. Sounds okay. like a Latin okay. tryst. Yeah, it like, sounds like a hot new kid name. Yeah. And it's like the Chalazin. least chill thing that could ever happen to your face. It's, yeah. Really? Damn, wow. that is so crazy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. It's okay. Really? My eyelashes grew back. I feel like it's yeah, all right. Yeah, girl. I don't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Had those lashes in a long it was just a bummer because I was like, if you're going to get that many needles in your face or like Ugh. work done around your eye, like, let it be for cosmetic reasons. I know. But Ambie said that I still have the wounded healer transiting in my chart, so I feel like it's not done yet. Mm. Chiron. She's like, the wounded healer is still around you. Like, fuck. Get him out. (laughs) Can he leave? No, no. Thank you. Thank you. I've learned my lesson. Bye. (laughs) Um, When you guys were talking about stuff in your toolbox, too, that you have to, like, help you through transition periods, what do you think? Like, what are some of those things? It's so hot in here. Dude, I know, girl. I was, like, steamy. I am sweating. Um, I know. It's constantly changing. No yeah. It's constantly evolving. That's like the one thing that I I love to I I need feel the responsibility to communicate to anyone who who listens to us mm. is that we talk a lot about people's like rituals and their toolboxes mm. and that type of thing and it's okay if you don't have like a stringent practice or whatever. Mm. Like I think it's just important to be conscious and like if if something speaks to you and you want to try it, great. So for me, I've adopted just like you know, obviously we're so lucky that we get to try many different things and we're exposed to a lot of ideas. So I have like a few things that I are go-tos, but that there's also like constantly like mix and matching and all of that. But really journaling, but for journaling for me, it's like about having multiple notebooks in at my disposal at all times. So it feels like a, a much more chill experience. Mm-hmm. And then like markers and crayons and cool pens, just like all over the place. You're so your father's daughter. I know. <laughs> My dad has like become a pen collector, which <laughs> is hilarious. So cute. Um, but that's like what really helped me kind of like get over the hump of like taking pen to paper because I had a lot of resistance around it. If you've Same. read the book, um, The War of Art, mm-hmm. great book. It's a very easy read. It talks about like all that resistance we have as creators. And my resistance was as simple as like feeling it felt like if I had this one notebook, then it was like too heavy. It like felt like pressure to like put my mm. truth down. And it's like, no, just like write. And what really helped me is with the artist's way, the morning pages, so the morning brain dump. Yes. Love that. Mm-hmm. That really helps. Also like gratitude work. So writing down, like having a conversation with myself, with my man if he's around, or just like writing it down, like five things I'm grateful for right off the bat. 
if I can open my eyes and start my day with just that, I know mm-hmm. I'm doing well. And then, like, for me, making my bed, Damn, there's something I about got around that. to that, dude. That's okay. People say about that all the time. It's I'm such, like, like oh. a simple thing. and It I've, makes such a difference. I know. Does it? The same way, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like. Because when I walk really... back into my room, I want to see, like. Mm. Chillness. Chill and yeah, put together. I see Justin still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, Is and... Justin your dog? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, like, a, like sometimes type of act like physical activity you know I mean like all of these things are so simple but just like like if I go to I gotta go to a dance class or even if I just like walk around the block I need to move my body Mm. and I have constant resistance years of fighting that feeling and no matter what it works every time that's amazing and what are your morning like when you wake up what's your morning routine well, today I didn't do it because I drank a lot of rosé last night, but I did do some journaling when <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> um, but when, like during the week, I will wake up and like let my dog out, have a little convos with him. Gratitude and, convo. Gratitude Aww. convo with Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> and then lately I've been doing a, like a tarot poll every day, mm. which is really cool. Um, I made like a little altar area in my house where I'm just like, okay, this is like my time for me. Like I'll do release stuff and like essential oils and then be like okay I'm setting the space just to have a moment and then I'll do the tarot and then meditating for 15 or 20 minutes and then a couple of writing exercises that one of our teachers gave to me just over the last few months which I feel like I might want to alter soon because like I love the exercise but I feel like I want to add something to it and then what are the exercises it's it's just like a gratitude thing mm-hmm. and then this other just like thing that's like personal for mm-hmm. what I what I, we were talking about in my mm-hmm. session cool that she thought would help me because because of when I was going through the eye thing it really put me in like a, a place where I felt like I couldn't get myself out of mm-hmm. so I kind of needed a tool to like shift a sort of depression slide which is weird because I wasn't like objectively depressed. Yeah. Everything was so great, but inside of me there was like a, just like mm-hmm. a space that was really sad. Mm-hmm. So she's those exercises have helped me because I was doing I've been doing journaling forever, like since I was, I mean literally since I could write I've been mm-hmm. journaling, but I don't know I just kind of hit a wall where I was writing myself into circles, mm-hmm. and I think now I can journal and figure stuff out again in like a in a positive way. But when you're not feeling well, it's sort of just like. You're like, okay, I'm going deeper and deeper into this. Like, And at the end, of, I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel better. Mm-hmm. I would feel like, oh, now I just know everything I hate about what's happening. Yeah. And I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. So the exercises now are more like uplifting. And then I kind of just like thank, thank myself and thank the space and, and go about my day. What kind of deck do you use for tarot? The Wild Unknown by Kim Kranz. That's our I'm favorite. Like obsessed mm-hmm. with and I want to shout I out. That. That. There's um, an app that I use that pushes a daily card pull to nice. my phone. And it's the Rider Waite Tarot. It's They just have it's just their app. So that's like the classic oh, cool. card. But I love the app. It's great. And it will I love that. send you like push, do like a push notification to your phone every morning. And then it'll break down like how it like generally relates. And then like family, work, love, all that fun stuff. So it's I a fun way that. to just like learn the deck. That's amazing. I also think it's really important to get at it. Like at least take like one small walk a day. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's like. I'm all about walking. Yeah, it's really good. Just I mean, like, that's not like the only exercise that I do because I feel like I need more intense stuff. Same. But a walk is just like underrated. We just live in a city, and anyone I think who lives in a city can relate. Where it's like there's a thing that happens where you feel like any time that you take for yourself that's outside of what you think you're supposed to be doing feels like a waste of time. And I feel like that mm. really sends us into like this negative spiral of like self care isn't work. 
and that's not true. Mm-hmm. And it's really like about you can take your phone on the walk. You don't have to. You know, I mean, I know that you like to like put it put down. it down, and I get that. But mm-hmm. if it stresses you out so much to like not have it with you, mm-hmm. like, but maybe consciously like not checking it or just mm-hmm. like knowing that just being with yourself is as valuable as sending ten emails. It really is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get more work done when I don't do stuff than when I'm like I got. I'm scrambling to like do stuff mm-hmm. like doing less I think I had a doctor say that to me where I was like I'm stressed I'm anxious she's like can I suggest something and I was like what she's like you need to do less I was like you're like bitch is crazy <laughs> it's the most like anti-millennial American thing I've ever heard you're like okay no but it was right yeah I'm then, all about walks there's yeah. just something about like you sitting all day the energy is blocked and then you standing the energy is flowing you know what I mean like yeah and it's you, all phone or not. Like I just need like a second to move my body mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's interesting to kind of be mindful of yourself by yourself. Yeah. Yes. I like that. So like when I take a walk or even if I like take a run, no, walk is more like you wanna kind of pick up your phone yeah. or be doing something yeah. because you know people are watching you. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I've become less aware of people watching me, but People don't spend time by themselves. Yeah. They usually are like, hey, friend, want to come with me? Like, let's go here. You know, they need to be with people and to like kind of just be by yourself. Maybe when there are people around, it's like interesting to be okay with it and mm-hmm. like like train yourself to be okay with it. I know it. it's like weirdly ballsy to like go to a restaurant 100%. alone. It's like, why it's one do of I need my favorite like, to do? There's a shame thing where it's yeah. like table for two and you walk in, you're like, no, I'm. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a sad lonely person. I yeah. just want to be alone. And I'm not right a now. hooker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Although mail order against it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay the bills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been thinking about that idea of like romancing Hooking? yourself. I fucking love yes. that. Hooking? Yeah. You know. I've been thinking that. about that. About um, I sleep with people, so why not get paid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> just because you can get HPV that way or That's other true. things. Yeah. It's tiny mm-hmm. warts. From the dill. Also, what's the point in hooky? You can't even kiss them. Like, I, the, half the reason why I want to fuck is to just to make out. Wait, oh hooky. my God, a hundred percent. Just a rule of, that was introduced, like, Wait, by Jerry you say Marshall. Hooky? No, oh. that's a real. <laughs> is it? I don't know what it is. Hooky. Wait, what's hooky? I, I said hooking. You're so hooking. dumb. <laughs> Wait, what's hooking? Is it just like it's like bring a prostitute? Oh, but cool. you, she just. Oh. <laughs> I went like this. I was like hooking. Yeah, <laughs> I was like this. I was like, so you're fucking, but not kissing. No, like, like being it. a hooker, hooking. Oh, done. Okay. The oh. active, the yeah. act of, of hookering is hooking. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. But she just said that the only reason why you can't kiss is because of pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty woman is facts. I'm pretty sure that's a real rule from oh. all my guy friends that see escorts. Oh. Didn't that know you that. Can't kiss. Cool. that you can't. There's not. There's no kissing because that's like an intimate thing. You mm. learn something new every day, yeah. yeah. which just... makes sense because kissing is like an attachment thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very intimate. I wonder if they've yeah. like been like, like out of just habit, been like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, like, no, <laughs> like pushing <laughs> their, <laughs> so sad. He's just like Red licking liver. her palm. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> She's like how much do I pay boob. for just kissing? Like, <laughs> no, that's all I really want, <laughs> literally. You made a point about in the morning when you do your gratitude, like in the morning. And I think about that a lot. Like, I think I've, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but like in the morning, I'm so vulnerable to like, 
outside influence. So it's mm-hmm. like so important for me to like do something gratitude. Like if I get on my phone, I'm going to be in a spiral like for the next hour or so, like not all day anymore, but it's like I'm looking for something to like dictate my day when I wake up because I'm kind of blank. Mm-hmm. So if I meditate, that's good. Sometimes it'll just put me in the same state like as I am sleeping, but gratitude oftentimes is works so well for me because I am so like open yeah. during that time. You I know? also like love just waking up and kind of like laying there for a mm-hmm. second and just being like oh my god I love you know that. Just, totally. like, You're like, just like this looking is around me in the world. Yeah. yeah I'm in the world I'm in the world <laughs> like let the sun come in your eyes like just like sit there for a second yeah. and like because I again it's like the thing we got to get up we got to get doing stuff we got to pick up our phone we got to mm-hmm. and it's like dude Mm-hmm. Where I think most of the cause of suffering of like our the people that are like in the same kind of realm 100. of our age group and just like trying to make stuff happen in the world, it's like there is no you're not a bottomless well of energy. You need to like regroup mm-hmm. and like reground and just like be with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're right when you first wake up, you're so blank. Mm-hmm. And also like you're I always like to just like think about my weird dreams and yeah, just like, where too. was my brain at? And like I'm what like, does that snakes. all mean? Last night was snakes. Last night I made out with a guy in a <gasps> sleep apnea mask. Like what? <laughs> Yikes. Did you know the guy? Um. Yeah. You know who it was. <laughs> Who? Brendan Fraser. No, hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Ew. Um, what happened to him? God damn it. I know. RIP. Um, RIP. Sorry. No, we hope you stay alive for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was just on a show. Yeah, he was on it. The Affair. I, I yes, that. that's what it was. Oh, fuck. But um, no, it was the, the guy who plays Jonah in Veep. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I actually have like met him and he's a really like sweet, fun guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he was in my dream, but like that, but like when oh, I woke up, amazing. it was fun for me to just be like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, like <laughs> and like have fun with whatever that. Sometimes that my is. dreams are deeply symbolic and important, and yeah. sometimes they're just like that was. I don't know what that was. I try to not think mine are symbolic anymore because they're so fucking weird. They are I'm symbolic. Like, Yo, you're like getting know. a message from your subconscious I or am. spirit, spirit, something. Yeah, too much though. I'm like, I don't want to. I was like in a pool, like a bathtub of snakes. Wait, snakes are um, snakes are change, transformative. Right? Yeah. yeah. And when they're in water, I don't know about this with they're snakes, but I know that like when certain things are in water, you should look it up. Mm-hmm. The water represents either like a synergy or like mm-hmm. a separation. You should look. It's really deep. I've been dying to have a, a dream analysis person on our show. Yeah. I can't oh, find anybody. Like yeah. I've asked everybody. So if anyone's listening that knows about yeah. yeah, dream analysis. We're looking for you. Yeah. Where are you at? You said something about um, a thought you've been thinking about is romancing yourself. Yeah. And I'd I don't hear more about that. So. I don't know if it came from this, but it it entered into my conscious. We had someone on our show the other day who talked about how she wrote a love letter to herself. Mm. And mm. I thought about that after I was writing. So I was I was journaling this morning and I was thinking about like, you know, I've been single for a long time and I'm like, I want to be dating again and I kind of want to like let that into my life. But I find Can I myself that out yeah. there. Anyone? Yeah. <clears throat> Manifesting. Man seeking woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, woman seeking. <laughs> Who am I? That's what he what do put. I want? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a show on FX. Um, okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm trans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> Remember where you heard it first. Um, but. I find myself when I, I suddenly like, okay, the first half of this year, I was like, I don't want to date anyone. Like, I want to like hunker down. I want to do my own thing. And then 
suddenly I just like woke up one day and I was like, okay, I'm over that. And then I immediately wanted it to be like the polar opposite because mm. I feel like when I make decisions, things oh, should just like happen for me <laughs> like yeah. so impatiently. And this morning I was like, it just needs to be like more of like a gentle transition where it's like the things that I think that I want from like a partner are the things that I should just be giving myself right now. And Good one. kind of like, cause I, but I wasn't thinking about that when I was just like, I want to be alone. When I was like, I want to be alone. I was like, I'm doing my meditations. I'm like, I'm taking care of myself. And taking care of yourself is different than romancing yourself. Mm-hmm. Taking care is serious and like requires like a caretaker. It's much more like, are you okay? Like checking in, like don't go out, say no to like whatever your social callings. That's mm-hmm. taking care romancing is like I want to go to the record store and like listen to music and like figure out what I'm really vibing on and like have those fun conversations mm-hmm. with myself and really like that's where mm-hmm. I want to be because I feel like that's what I'm seeking from a person but yes. like I, I get impatient when I'm like but why isn't he you know and mm-hmm. it's like Jesus it's not fun if you're like being needy mm-hmm. and if desperate you're, energy yeah, yeah but you're not I'm yeah, not it, but, but it's, like suddenly when I want something I'm just like impatient and I yes. just want it immediately so like let me do that for me mm-hmm. and Talk, then yeah. I won't be as like like I'm like impatient really is mm-hmm. what the answer Same. is it, it ebbs and flows though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I could have a moment like usually it's like at night and I'm like I all of a sudden get emotional yeah you know yeah for no reason yeah. like I want to be with someone mm-hmm. but then the next day I'll wake up I'm like thank god I'm not with I someone I know I gotta go do a million things yeah. I know <laughs> like, busy bitch but it's crazy it makes me feel a little bit like and I'm obsessive Whoa. I'm very <laughs> obsessive so I'm like I like you and then I'm like obsessed with like figuring out everything about what the situation is and it's like fuck talk yeah, to us let about it yeah. talk to us about like dating and a do you have, you have a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend, okay. but I was single for five yeah. years. So, so I'm single. That. Chris has a boyfriend, but like, talk to us about like your experience in LA dating and uh, how much time do you? <laughs> have? Yeah, <laughs> slutty, slutty character study. That was yeah. the. Yeah. That was the uh, yeah. If I had a podcast in my 20s, that's what it would have been called. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> See, I ask about that 20s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the character study. I would just like I had this ideology that that the act of just getting to know people was just purely a, a character study. And Same. it was just a, like, it was Same. just like finding out what you like about people, what you like about yourself, what you hate about people and vice versa, you know? Like a justifying. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> just, just justifying my sluttiness. Yeah, no, like I mean, it's research. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Purely research, character research. No, I mean, we we had fun. Yeah, we, we really lived. I, I, just, I, I think, though, that, I'll, I'll, you know, it, like, ebbed and flows. Like, there was, I had, like, five years of, like, pure singledom. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, I had a lot of flings, but nothing serious. You took and some lovers. I took some lovers. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that that was my experience. Like, I wouldn't have had it any other way. It was challenging. There were times where it was so hard, and, it, you know, you'd wake up and you'd, like, want to be with someone and then at other times it was like the most freeing liberating experience and that up and down was was so necessary and phenomenal and i don't know what what you know what to say about uh dating in los angeles what are dudes like yeah what has your experience been uh, with like communication like and like? Oh my god, the, the LA guy is just then. so annoying you know <laughs> i actually will i'm gonna defend them because I've only met a handful of re- re- retardeds. Uh-huh. Maybe I shouldn't use that. Well, it's true. It's They're Dummies. slow, yeah. um, which is what the true definition of that word is. But I, 
I've actually met a lot of really, really cool guys in LA. And so have you. Yes. A lot of like very hardworking, intelligent, creative, creative, cool. cool men exist in LA. I think it's not the men's problem that we're, I don't think it's either gender's problem that people aren't connecting. I think that mm. it's a generational problem, mm-hmm. which is why like I don't believe in online dating. I don't believe in like dating for sport. I, I don't, I think that it creates like a culture of just like disposability of human. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like really gnarly. Mm-hmm. I think that, and that's, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people that we've met that's been the problem where it's not that they're not cool, they're just overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And when you're overstimulated, it's really hard to, to like focus, focus. And, yeah. and and be like a human being. Totally. <laughs> and I've been guilty of that too, where it's like I'm having sex sure. with this guy on a Monday and this guy on a Friday. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like literally I had to stop having any like uh, in February, I was like, I'm cutting all the fuck buddies out of my life. I need to stop. Like if I keep engaging with these people filling my life with that, I'm not going to be able to meet someone that I actually connect with. Make room for it. But I don't mm-hmm. think that, like, boys have that. <clears throat> they don't. They're just like, I'm having sex, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And if it. they do have that realization, it comes, like, much later. Mm. And when they're, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Especially in L.A. where, like, mm-hmm. we are Peter Pan. Like, we don't grow up. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if you if you – want to really be serious about someone in in any in this generation it's like put that's the intention that you set forward obviously don't be engaging with other fucking bullshit and literally fucking yeah bullshit. exactly don't fuck bullshit. i think <laughs> communicating with the person is really important that's what i feel like i'm lacking yeah. in my life right now where it's like i am not ready to be like this is what i want because i'm like I kind of think I want it, but also it's really scary. So I don't really know if I want to like settle down, (laughs) even though my heart wants it. I'm not ready to like fully like say that because Mm -hmm. it's like too, too scary. Cause then it's like, I'm going to lock it down. I'm going to ask for this. And then what if I'm in it? And I'm like, uh, JK. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then that happens. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. But I, I think going slow is something that I'm learning too. Because we're like, I've never, ever not, except for now, I've never like hung out with a guy and not had sex with him like right away. S- similar, yes. Like I've never, Same. I've always when like, know, I'll just I fuck Because I want to figure know. it out. Me too. But that's not real. Has I it worked? No. No. Exactly. Except no for my like college boyfriend. Steph's all of a sudden like Dr. Laura. I know, She's like, like, does it work? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> it I'm like, Did it work for you? Did you know, it work for you? All I wanted to know really was what does their dick look like? Exactly. Because my biggest fear is it's going to be like a micro. micro. Oh my God. I had this conversation are. last night. <laughs> size queen. But like, size I'm not queen. a size queen, but I'm afraid no. of a micro. I totally I think is okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also when you have, have a bad experience a with a micro uh, yes fucking haunt, haunt your, your dreams <laughs> like everything's a lie cause what? you want it, cause like you uh, gotta make like you're like well, guys. maybe I can make this thing bigger no by doing it good I know and, and I it feel <laughs> I feel really bad for those men it's re- it's actually depressing it's really sad yeah. Steve do any of your friends have micros <laughs> Steve do you have a micro <laughs> have you what heard he the does? tales of micros I don't know anybody who has a micro, nor do I really talk about it. Really? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, not even rough. in like the locker room and like gym class in high school. Uh, I guess everyone's. Do you know what else I've been thinking about too? No. Is like what? I was having this conversation. People sending like dick pics and like mm-hmm. pussy pics and stuff. Pussy pics. Who, did he, who do does girls that? Pussy pics? People do this. Well, I was of what? At, of the actual like of, pussy like, with like, the labia. Yeah, yeah like open? underneath, in front. From My behind, goodness. All I don't even want to see that. I don't want to see that. But like, I was thinking about this, and it's really like 
I feel like I'm a grandma with what I'm about to say, (laughs) but it's like, is nothing sacred? Like literally that. And that's what we're, we're even like, fuck a micro. It's like, oh my God, that's like a human being's body part. So sad. Like I just feel like the like internet objectification of dating is like the problem. hundred. That's just like and we all need to be like kinder to each other, like about yeah, that. It's lacking kindness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And how can you? I don't know. Like the connection of someone on the internet, you're basically like swiping. Like don't want to fuck you, don't want to fuck you, don't want to mm-hmm. fuck you. Like you don't know that person. It's like hot or not. It's like hot. Yeah. Hot, you know, like that's yeah. all it is. Is like, are you attractive or not? Yeah. But like a lot of people do meet people. I'm I like, know. No, I don't know. But they're like, I, they're just really, they're ready, they're committed, they wanna, they know, they're ready to put that themselves out there in yeah. like that way, and, and that's cool i'm happy that it works for them How, where do you meet dudes i don't know just like around through friends yeah i met yeah. my boyfriend through stephanie was dating his best friend oh that's amazing cool. i did right. have a boyfriend for do you guys a ever have a quad the cube like the <laughs> four we all fuck together <laughs> no 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 when you guys ago. were best friends were hanging out yeah we we, yeah, we, we like you know, traveled and we, we would travel together and i hated him so much <laughs> you're like but and but then I would like her. see them together being happy, and I was like, oh, we "That's what a that. relationship's supposed to look like." Yeah. No, I was no. like, "We'll never be that." I would like look at him and be like, "Look for that like connection in his mm-hmm. eyes," and it'd be like this distant offset, like strange thing. And I was like, <laughs> "I don't I like I you. you," but I was afraid that if I broke up with him, that he would kill himself. So I stayed with him for a while <laughs> because he told me that he would. Oh, so I was like doing like a mommy thing. Oh, oh my god! I know it was really dark, but um, but some light came from it. Yeah, no, some light came from it. Elizabeth met her boyfriend. He now has a new girlfriend that he seems really happy with, so that's good. And I'm just still out here. (laughs) Doing the damn thing. Out in these streets. It was really good, because you know what? I'll tell you how I got with him, and it was because I thought I didn't trust myself. I I suddenly thought that I needed to let someone like me. Because I'm so, like, I pick you, and that's who I want, and, like, that's how I get things. Like, I don't like to be pursued or, like, um, Mm. picked. feels very, like... What is this? Like the fifties at a mm-hmm. dance? Like you p- pick me up off the wall? Like I'm some sort of like mm-hmm. wallflower who needs to be told she's pretty? Like yeah. no, me? Me? yeah. Oh my god, do you think me? I'm worthy of all these girls? Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> just little old me. Just little old me. <laughs> little old me in the corner. Yeah, it just feels so just like old timey yeah, and weird. So yeah. I like to be the picker, but I felt suddenly like oh. I'm being an aggressive female. I'm not like being a gentle feminine energy and I need to like let a, you know, I had all this whole thing, dialogue Sick. in my brain. So he was like obsessed with me and was like pursuing me hard and was like texting me and like, trust me, hang out with me. Like, you'll you'll like it. And I was just like, okay, yeah, you're right. I just need to like let someone like me. Like, that's my issue. Like, I don't have enough self-love to like do this. Mm. So I just like said yes to something even though like. Instinctually, you knew. Yeah. yeah and then like he went down on me and I was like, okay. <laughs> you know? <And> like, <laughs> six I'm months in. later, I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> I fucking hate you. Damn orgasms will get you every time. They really will. Um, so, yeah, it was all about like not trusting that I actually do know the way yeah. to get involved with something. I love that. But it was for her, really I for believe, because they're it, really good together. Is your boyfriend into the woo-woo stuff? No, but he, he he's a comedian. Love. Um, he <laughs> He's like coming around. We, we took him to a sound bath at the Integratron. Justin loves Wait, I want to go. We went there too, Amazing. two weeks ago. You should Justin go. loves so it. So great. He, he's like, this is the best activity. He's like in his little bed. He like literally fell asleep. I had to wake him up twice. He's like, that was so much yeah. fun. Yeah, and Joey like, was slept. like, wow. He was like, that was, I feel like I tripped you guys. And he's yeah. like, yeah, Aww. that's the point. We were like, 
Joey. Oh, he's sweet, sweet Joey. <laughs> and but he won't go to any others with me because he's like, well, I feel like I went to the Rolls Royce of sound baths. Mm-hmm. So, so now he's like a sound bath snob. So it's like, all right, buddy. Okay, <laughs> relax. Like, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I feel like I do definitely want to be with someone who's like into that stuff. 100%. Yeah. Justin's yes. mom's an angel healer, like an angel reader. Oh, cool. So I'm like, couldn't be more. Th- like, I thank God for her like every day because he's like down with it. How you know, long have he you guys does been his together? thing. Four years. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He does his thing. Like, he's not, he's not, you know, doing crazy stuff, but he's like down with whatever I want to yeah. do. Which is cool. all I need. Like, yeah. I need you to be down. I need you to be open. I need you to be trying shit with me. Yeah. I think from like, being a comedian, he's like constantly analytical and questioning, mm-hmm. and like that's just kind of his like general approach mm-hmm. into the world, which I respect. And it kind of it was a little like combative, not combative, but just like, wait, so what does that do? What, like, yeah, like my body vibes, for instance, yeah. like yeah, which are these stickers that we wear that are frequency energy. We had an episode come out about them cool. this week. You guys should check it out. Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. That's amazing. He's like very like he'll like you know kind of like push my buttons a little and down. like trying to like r- describe it, which actually just gives me permission to like be a bit more knowledgeable so that mm. I can like come back with you know. Totally. But he realized on his own. He's like, I just want to. I feel like this is what you're really into, and I want to be supportive. I feel like I question you a bunch, and I'm like, oh really? Oh, he's the best. <laughs> when you come to that on, you're just I know, like, and I was like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> awesome. All right. Last few questions. What are some of the what's some of the crazy shit you guys have tried? Like, what's some crazy shit? Hmm. Have we tried anything really crazy? Mm. It's funny because you would think that it probably isn't, but right, like, that's the problem. Yo, I was in Dallas on uh, Monday through Thursday. I was like, everything I do in my life, they probably think is fucking crazy. Totally. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we did a channeling workshop with our friend Mikey cool. where we were like that was pretty crazy that was pretty crazy that, that pushed me out of my there was like cool. we were channeling spirits and like they were bringing messages <gasps> through us that was kind of wild did you hear anything she did oh. I forget what happened uh, yeah you I like, like it would change I like that. went I don't know yeah, what happened you went someplace yeah it wasn't there damn I'm trying to think I feel like the shaman Shaman Durek, his exercises yeah. are also have mm. taken me to like some places yeah. that are like mm. shaking and crying. And, we like, do like we happening? do this like exercise where like oh. that protects our energy, where we like tell our guides to like bring our force fields up. Love and like that's kind of I feel I like that's that. a little out there for for the the common mm-hmm. person. But then like practical stuff, like I feel like everyone should go to a float tank, sensory mm. deprivation oh, therapy. So good, mm-hmm. you girls should do it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It cool. puts your brain like I came out of there and I was like I'm fully enlightened. Like yeah. I. I could tell that my hemispheres were synced and because they ask you to write down what you feel when you get out and when I was writing in their notebook I was like holy like I've never felt that just like there's one close by on Pico called pause float yeah more than clear like just it's like I had a fucking string to like a higher realm in my head because you're just fully yeah. just zen as it fuck. It takes your meditation practice to a whole other level because it bring you, like all of a sudden you've like kind of like tapped into maybe like an uncharted pathway yeah. and so then yeah. I think every time after you're like oh that exists so it like kind of expands you're your to go there ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else have we done? I love That's that. Cool. Crystal healing, you know, we have an amazing friend Katie Manzella who at Sweat Theory, she does uh, crystal healings cool. and those are super powerful really? and yeah. I don't think that that that's like an obvious thing that most people would be yeah. into, but I really subscribe to it, and it like realigns all your chakras yeah, and all that. So good and after that. Mm. Really big into cryo and infrared like cryo. and all of those. Oh, things. I'm obsessed infrared. with sweating. 
You are same. your sweater. Shape house. I like live oh, for shape. it. Mm. Yeah. I like cry. I'm like a. I like cold. Yeah. I like them both. Yeah. I like anything that makes me feel super uncomfortable and then great yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I like anything that I burn calories and do nothing. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. That's my. <laughs> like, how do I burn oh. 800 calories in three months? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What do you guys? Oh, I wanted you... to talk about year one. Oh yeah. You guys love year one, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I was, gonna, I was gonna bring that up when I when you asked about like the LA explore exploration thing. Yeah. I think that that was sort of like a revelation for me when I moved here. Like I used to go there. There used to be a guy at the tonic bar named Truth. Damn. He was like OG Air One. So like amazing. he was. That was like before Air One was like. I feel poppin'. truly poppin' as mm-hmm. like. Um, yeah, it in, wasn't until the remodel that I think it really yeah. turned a corner. This was like 2008. Like before I like even did stand up, I would go there because I was getting sick a lot when I first mm. moved here. Because I think like mm. the climate change and my allergies were just like, where are you? Yeah, like, poking around in the dark. And I would go and Truth would make me these crazy tonics, and I would get better because it was like gynostemma tea and like reishi and all these mm. things that like that's not something you do when you're mm-hmm. from the East Coast. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And. Yeah, everyone is special. I think so. I, want them to, yeah. I want them to cater my wedding. I think yeah. I think it's the That's only hilarious. acceptable place in Los Angeles to find a husband. She's been hit Thank on you. a few times there. Yes. No, I've just like like minded individual connections with people with in bank there. accounts. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden Hard you're just right. like, well, <laughs> it's weird. Like, yeah. Where although... can I pay twenty two dollars for yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> Here, sweet. I'm out. They also stock things that like. You can't even you like, can't you know, I'll go anymore. to Sprouts or like Whole Foods in the farmer's market. Like I'll hit up all like the other Lassen's, you know, kind of alternative. And they just don't have the same selection. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like not to throw And all of the other ones are expensive. And it's like, I'd rather just go to Air One because mm-hmm. it's like at least I like, you know. Get what I want. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I have this weird paleo granola in my bag right now that I got from Whole Foods because I didn't go to wow. Air One, which is the one that I actually like. And I have to like finish this bag of granola that yep. I don't even fucking like. Yep. I'm not going to throw it away. And now I like to poo Whole Foods. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I know. Literally like, I go know. to the salad bar and you're like. I walked into Ew. a Gelson's Whole the other day. It was disgusting. Dude, that's the salad bar me. was horrendous. I, was like, I walked right out. I was like, never mind. There's like Hershey syrup, syrup where you're about to check out. Yeah, you're like, what, like what the what fuck? What is going on here? <laughs> and there, I mean, and talk about astronomical pricing. Like, yeah. they're on another level. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like that with things like Hershey syrup or like fast food or like, like, if you go into a Ralph's, you're like, is it 95? Yeah. Like, it really feels like a time warp. Like the Or like when I go home with my mom and I go to her grocery store, I'm like, this is, Yo, everyone crazy. here is poisoning themselves. My mom like told me the other day, she's like, have you ever tried almond milk? <laughs> I was like, yo, mom, <laughs> on that shit. <laughs> but see, they, they're just taking they're time to catch it. up. Yeah. yeah. And them. it's not their fault because it's not, we're just like literally in the heart of, yeah. of the information. So Make sure yeah. she gets carrageenan free though, because it's a carrageenan. I can't. She still drinks a glass of skill milk every Ooh. fucking day. Ooh. I really try. <laughs> yeah, I really try. It's really <laughs> when I went home last time, all my mom had in her fridge was <laughs> string cheese and pudding cups. And I was like, are you, in, are you in college? I was going to say, are you 20? <laughs> like, what are you eating? She's Almost like, yeah, there's Uncrustables in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> but in her head, she's like, they're low calorie snacks. Mm, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's Still the model. On that yeah. Shit. yeah, we're on that model. L I T E. Yeah. Light. Yeah. Well, I like to eat light. She does. She has Cool Whip. It's like so weird. Aspartame shit. Yeah, but she does buy something that I only eat with her, which is Jarlsberg cheese. What is it good? Jarlsberg is like a light Swiss. 
Oh, it's a, it's reminds me of home. Yeah, mm. and it's like the one thing that I'll that I'll cheat on. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be mom's house without some Carlsberg. <laughs> like you're home, I've got the cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the weed, cheese in the joints. <laughs> oh, mom. <laughs> hey, Jill. Hey, you're Jill never not listening. listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's ever listened to our podcast. I sent her like one. I sent her an episode where I thought she would like benefit the CBD one. I think it was that mm. one. But I, no, she doesn't, no. She doesn't know. I think she, you'd think she would like want to. Yeah. Cause she's like obsessed with us. I know. Aww. But I feel like she's one of those moms. She's like, eh. yeah, same with mine. My mom has a Samsung. Same. So she can't be doing whatever. And she's always got her glasses on. She's like, <laughs> no, my mom has an iPhone. She plays words with friends. She's mm. like, is into learning about it. But I, the podcast app, Complication. Yeah. My mom will listen to it on the computer. She'll like go Shut on up. to the iTunes. Yeah, she'll just I think sit that's there. How my parents oh my God, <laughs> kiss her she'll forehead. just sit there, not doing anything else. Yeah, yeah just she'll just sit listening. and listen. Yeah. Oh. Do, you, do, you, do you get feedback from your parents? In the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It, well, my mom listens. It's all good. Like, but <laughs> she's like, we talked about Kegels at some point, oh, like yeah. something random. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm doing them right now. Oh my God. My We just did a Yoni oh Egg God. episode and <laughs> both my parents listened to it together. Forget that your dad listens to our podcast. My dad is like our number one. My dad is like our number one fan. Oh, Aww. I love that. And my mom like emails all her friends. She'll be like, so Elizabeth and her friend Stephanie talked about blank, blank, blank. And I thought it might be of interest of you. She like sends <laughs> oh. it to like, she's their street marketing. Remember when she left me that long voice? And she's like, so I was reading an article and I I think this would be pertinent to your podcast. You and Stephanie should interview. And it's just like a four oh, minute yeah. voicemail. It was like everything. Really That's cute. So I love that. Yeah. What did we say about Yoni eggs? Did I, did I say I gave birth to an egg and your dad heard it? Maybe. I also Damn. talked about how when I was Fuck. in sixth grade and there was a rumor that I fingered myself and how it like <gasps> traumatically scarred me for years. Oh my what God. What kind of rumor is that to start? Isn't that so I know we cruel? were talking about how that's, that's a, a cool rumor. Yeah, that is. <laughs> now it is. But back yeah, then like, it was like, it would be like eighth graders were like, I heard Elizabeth caught fingers herself. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's Michigan for you. Yeah. That's Midwest. It's like, do not touch your body. Now I'm just you like, keeping it going. Like, I finger myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're like, I don't finger myself, but I use my mom's back massager to fucking go to yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get the real shit. Yeah. All of a sudden, the batteries are out, and my mom's like, oh. Uh, I don't remember ever using this. <laughs> Like, we can all just say we all did that, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Right? Me and my friends would, like, Sharper get together image. and do it, like, at the same, like, shut like, up. Like, hey, you go in the bathroom and use it. It was, like, so, we were, like, 11. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that so like, exploratory much. masturbating boys in groups. Boys did that stuff, too. <laughs> I, boys use their, the parents' massagers, too. On their really? dicks? To do what? On their butthole? I don't know. Steve. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, what well, do you do with like the massage? Like, put it on your balls? Like, put it on your maybe balls? Maybe. Balls? Balls? I think so. Maybe. Does it work if you put I a vibrator just... on the tip of your dick? Yeah. I think that'd be too intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably would be. Probably would be. He's like, I don't know. Probably. The guy just use a pocket pussy. Oh, my God. Okay. So, what are you guys really excited about that's coming up for That's So Retrograde? Oh, so much. So much. We're headed to Miraval on Monday. Ooh. Really excited. It's going to be, and it's just going to be like, 
living our best life just like Oprah taught us. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah. For really you. excited. And then we're yeah. gonna be at Bonnaroo. We're leading there's a they have like different campgrounds there mm-hmm. and we're leading the women's camp. We're like oh, yeah. doing like morning ritual, like live your best festival life. Don't hate that. yourself for the decisions you made yesterday kind of activities. Yeah, that's amazing. And where uh, are the mushrooms? That's it. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. And also, yeah. yeah. So many kids Literally, hoping people will give us mushrooms. We were like on the conference call and she was like telling us all about like what we're going to need to be doing. And I was like, but so where do we get the mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, don't worry, they'll be there. Because I like, I'm afraid to travel with mushrooms. Yeah. Without mushrooms. Oh, no, because like, I without. think that without mushrooms, they're yeah. actually like a, that's like a felony. Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah, which is weird because they're just yeah, like we're not from the ground. To, we're not trying to like bring our wellness exploration yeah. into jail anytime no. soon. I, I feel like, like that would be bad for our brand. Coke you what? In my purse on accident. Oops. I'm like, Ooh. I've flown with mushrooms in my bag by accident, Ooh. but no one, yeah, no one knows. No one noticed, but like I feel, I feel like, like a dog would smell it. It's, if you knew, if you knew, you probably would. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but when I got to New York, like, it was like a little thing of like. I don't even know. I didn't even know I had them yeah. in my life. I think they were like in my suitcase from like. They like grew. Yeah. There's <laughs> fungus yeah. in my suitcase. But yeah, I'd be afraid of, of traveling with that. But yeah, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, fun so it's about like great. bringing it on the road and this like so meeting people. And we've got some other fun stuff. We're just excited about life and, and this project that kind of like serendipitously like came into our world. As I'm sure you guys know, yeah, like it's, it's, it's so phenomenal. And we're just like great. And we're like at a point too. I'll speak for Steph because I <laughs> do that often. Like we're just like, you know, we're I'm 32, she's 31, mm-hmm. so we're like past the almost 30 stage. And other side of almost 30, yeah. right? Basically 30 Basically is what 30. our podcast yeah. is called. <laughs> Basically 30. Yeah. Started when we're 49, and you know, it just like it feels nice to be like owning who you are, the good, bad, and the fabulous, and. Just like mm. going, starting from that place mm-hmm. and living your life from there. It's really like makes everything really joyful. Yeah. I love that. Preach this stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I was like acting and hosting and that's kind of like my background. And it used to always bother me like when the things that I would go in for, you know, where it's like celebrity culture or it's like politics. Like it just, I felt I didn't really identify with like either of those things, but I always knew that I wanted to do something that had like depth and, and mm-hmm. something important to it. And so I'm just like so happy and excited just to be able to like continue to identify with um, the world that I feel like is really important and helping people and is as political as politics. And yeah, I just feel like there's no real ceiling on like what's possible in this conversation for any of us because there's never going to be a lack of people who want to like feel good and 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 take care of themselves and the education around that is just endless Mm -hmm. and we're we're like scratching the surface it's really rad and Mm -hmm. and i had this this big realization the other day and that like plain on paper the government is not taking care of our health Mm -hmm. it's just not being offered in Mm -hmm. a way that makes sense and that is all inclusive Mm -hmm. and it feels small what we're doing in terms of like creating a conversation about around health and well-being but it's like feels like the soul's calling because we need as individuals to be our own advocates. And so anything we can do to help spread the message to that feels like the biggest gift. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was really good. I love that shit. Okay, where can people find you? At So Retrograde. Mm-hmm. That's So Retrograde on iTunes. That's So Retrograde.com. At Steph Simbari at Elizabeth Cott. Yeah. Jordan. <laughs> 
She has a private account because she used to date celebrities in high school, so she had to shut that shit Hold down. Same. Same girl. Hold up. Jordan is my actual hero and um, best friend. <laughs> what does that mean? All right, we'll talk off air. She grew up in LA, so you know, crazy stuff happens. So she dated Mark McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't even know who that is. I know. Is. She's like the baseball player. <laughs> Shark Tank, right? Yeah. Um, okay. All right, guys. We love you. Do you guys have yeah. anything you want to share with us? Mm, what? Do you guys have like a, a little like wellness exploration that you're into right now? Like a morning practice or... That's a good question. good question. I feel like I'm down for trying anything lately. I've just, like, every month I'll kind of do something new. Last month I did, like, LED light therapy. Have you guys done that? No. On my skin. Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, for your skin, but it also helps your adrenals and your hormones. Like, if mm. we think about light, like, we're living beings, light can affect you in a lot of ways. So I was doing that, which is interesting. But as far as my journey, I think I'm just kind of, like, riding the wave. Nice. I feel like I went through a period, too, where I was, like, trying to do so much personal growth and blah, blah, blah. And it just got a little bit controlling. And um, I just yeah. got a little bit obsessive with it. You know, mm -hmm. where I was kind of like, I'm, if you meet me, I'm very laid back, but I'm also very set in my ways. So like, I don't really drink. I don't do these certain things. And like, people know me as that. So I'm trying to just like be more chill about everything. Dope. You know, just like, just do it. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. For me, it's, um, I'm really trying to write more. So the journaling mm -hmm. has really helped and just cutting out the noise in the morning has helped. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden, like Krista, if I'm on my phone right away, I mean, it literally just kind of sucks mm, like half mm -hmm. of my morning so much energy fame. out of me. Yeah. And it could put me in a great mood or it could put me in a weird mood. But either way, it's like kind of taking away my creative energy. So just sitting down and just putting pen to paper mm. and whether that's like gratitude or whether that's just like stream of consciousness, like whatever it is, has been helping because I've just avoided it. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that I'm a good writer, but I'm just avoiding it. You know, mm -hmm. whether it's writing like a sketch or writing whatever, it's like it's paralyzing, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm just judging every word. So it's just nice to like be and I usually sit outside and do it and just kind of like chill. That's been a good um, ritual that I do in the morning. But yeah, and waking That's up, great. I set my alarm like 15 minutes earlier than I really want to get up to just like be there and not have to like just, like hug your pillow and shit get up like, yeah because oh, i have yeah. so much light in my room and i'm just kind of like yeah yeah you know i don't know i'm also last thing i'm also doing this weird thing where i'm like talking to myself like i'm my friend so like if ever i'm like alone i'm like like i see something funny i'm like oh that's funny like you know i'm kind of just like <laughs> acting that if i was my friend yeah. yeah and just like talking to myself in like third person's kind of like fucking weird but fun and it mm. makes me like love myself more yeah, yeah. that's cool you know i what like I mean? that totally it's totally. so weird but you're that. like Man, you're like fun to hang out with. Like, you know, <laughs> that's like, what I mean about like romance. We love yourself. music. It's like you don't need we someone yeah. to have fun with if you're just having fun we with yourself. We love this yeah, band. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. it's like less pressure. I we guess. love, we this, love band. this fucking band. <laughs> <laughs> it's our song, right? Man, you're the prettiest, coolest. Yeah, I was like, God, you're so beautiful. <laughs> we love that so much. Yeah, Cool. All right, you guys are the best. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We'll let you out of the chamber. Thank you. So hot. We love you guys. The back of my knees are just sweat puddles. Literally. Yeah. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>